Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Adelaide Festival Centre. Looking out over the scenic River Torrens live from the Adelaide Guitar Festival. This is the family bush dance, and we've got an absolutely scintillating lineup of singers and musicians to celebrate all things six stringed. Music from Adelaide's dream, Bob Virtuoso, Katie Pomery, poetry from the great Dom Symes, and an explosion of unrelenting avant-garde from the Shaolin Afronauts. If you're listening at home, pour yourself a glass of wine. If you're listening at work, then pour a beer into a takeaway coffee cup and nobody will know the difference. And if you're listening live at the Adelaide Guitar Festival, make some noise, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode eight of the Family Booster! Friends, it's happened. After uh, Sandra's funeral, the Fletcher Street share house was put up for sale. And after a few weeks of uh, strangers traipsing in and out of the place, inspecting the salt damp and the rot in the window frames, it's been sold. And we have to find a new place to live. All this week, we've been in the process of cleaning skirting boards, removing bits of tin from the back garden, trying to hide blue tack marks on the walls, and wondering if this scuff or that crack was there when we moved in three years ago and crossing our fingers and toes that we get our bond back. And three years in the life of a share house is a long time. And in that time, things have accumulated. Boxes of books, stacks of National Geographics and New Yorker magazines, postcards, cut-out lunatic cartoons, blue tuck to the fridge, bikes. So many bikes. And bits of structural pine and empty plastic flower pots. It took a day to sort through crockery alone and we haven't even started on the living room or the garden let alone finding a new place to live and we know exactly what we're looking for we're looking for a gas stove and an electric oven a combustion heater and polished boards we're looking for wide windows high ceilings big rooms and a terrazzo bathroom floor with salmon tap fittings we're looking for a front veranda and a side gate. We're looking for a back shed big enough to fit a solid workbench, novelty bar and too many steel frame bicycles. We're looking for a lead light cooker bar above the front door and a hallway that leads out through the kitchen to a pergola with an ancient passion fruit vine. We're looking for old Greek neighbours and an out of control honeysuckle along the fence. We're looking for a hills hoist out the back and a low hung chain link fence with a tin letterbox and roses out the front. We don't mind if the rules are a bit cracked or the toilet is outside. We don't mind if the kitchen is avocado and mission brown. We don't mind old louvered windows in the laundry or nesting blackbirds in the gutter near the rainwater tank. We're looking for Fletcher Street and I'm not certain that there are many Fletcher Streets left to be found because the mythology of that place was built on a series of events and memories dictated by necessity. We were poorer, we were younger, we had more time on our hands and certain things like a front door that never had a lock or the living room light switch that would periodically give you a pretty nasty electric shock just never seemed that important. But we've got jobs now and lives and, and, and possessions whose value totals more than $613.75. We're all a little bit older, perhaps a little bit wiser and perhaps the time has come where we need to bite the bullet and pay more than $115 a week each in rent, maybe 135, maybe even 150. 
Maybe we'll get crockery that sort of matches in an air conditioner, maybe even somewhere without possums in the roof or with functioning locks or non-faulty wiring. Fletcher Street is pretty much empty now. We've got places to stay for the next while as we find somewhere else to live and the house seems strange with the garden semi-tamed and the furniture and all the paintings gone. It's like being in a room with someone as they pass away and you can tell the moment that it happens. But it won't take much. Wherever the new place is, we'll put that picture of Elvis on the toilet door and set the record player up and carefully, carefully place the percolator in its rightful place on the back left-hand burner of the stove. And soon enough, despite our best effort, books will pile up on the living room floor and bills and postcards and looting cartoons will amass on the fridge. And it will start to feel like home again. And so long as we can find somewhere in time to put in zucchinis and tomatoes. I think, I hope, everything will be pretty much all right. Now friends, our first guest this evening, I think is one of the most interesting and exciting writers and performers to pop up on my radar over the past 12 months. And I'm really stoked that um, we could convince her to come on the show. She writes dreamy, deeply evocative songs that make you feel and I think she's something quite special. Um, so comrades, fellow Republicans, without further ado, can you please whoop and shout and stamp the floor and give up a big cheer for Katie Pomery.
ladies and gentlemen, Katie Palmer, will you put your bloody hands together? Now, comrades, a bit of a departure from the norm. Our next guest is not going to sing for us, although he has a fine voice, and he's not going to play guitar for us, although he is an accomplished musician. Uh, he's a poet, and a, a bloody good one of that, to paraphrase Hagrid. He's been extensively published both here and abroad. His work is wry and observant, and takes us through departure lounges, jet lag, cathedrals, and more. Uh, folks, could you put your hands together for Dom Symes? Thank you. All right, this became a poetry reading. Welcome. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, I usually play music, but um, not so much anymore. So I'm a bit of a recovering musician. Um, this poem is to my friend whose dad got drunk at Christmas and took charge of the record player. This poem is called Stand By Me. They played this song at your parents' wedding. It brought them into the world. As they walk back down the aisle, I love this song and your strange relationship to it. It's very conventional chord structure, the way it's been interpreted so many ways by so many singers, and yet the way Otis Redding sings it, each phrase just a little bit late arriving, but not enough to ruin the whole day. In the chorus, it comes together, that great release, like confetti or flash photography, the first glass of champagne, the words married so beautifully to the music. Uh, this next poem uh, features my housemate, um, who sitting on the floor of the Grace Assembly one night, I realised was actually a really brilliant musician. It's called Banjo Plays the Grace. <laughs> Couple of fans in tonight, all right. Banjo Plays the Grace. So too are your fingers shifting between chords, singing to yourself in the living room of your confessional. It's wine we want, your sadness. We're greedy for it when you make it okay to smile. What it is when it works, what it can be. There are seasons indoors too. Maybe you see it, your bravery reflected back at you in our eyes or in our laughter. Some peace, soft landings in a thousand hands to come. Thank you. All right. Thank All right. Uh, okay, so from one pub in Adelaide without pokies to another one. Um, this poem is about walking out of the Palace Nova and straight into the Exeter. Uh, see if you can spot the movie. We'll have like a, a, like a you know, quiz section later. Yeah. Um, the poem's called Alleluia Junction. They're stacking up the chairs at the Exeter as we walk out of the cinema. I'm a sucker for endings. Those parting tears from the perspective of an open fireplace remember us to the balmy night. Nothing is supposed to last forever, and shouldn't this be liberating? My fingers play this conversation as Schubert, as a young Mozart, as a fleeting thought, as exit music for a film. A song for the flies that rest on your unbuttoned shirt, for the words that transform your tongue into a foreign body. A song, the sound of your piss in the bathroom. With the curtains drawn, slides pass across the wall, these brief moments of stillness these antiquated forms we learn by touch alone. In your bed, we have another conversation, remaining staunchly theoretical, right up until the moment I fall asleep on your chest. I hear the call for last drinks ringing through the alley, though I'm hardly here. I'm with you in that remembered summer. My heart is like the skin of a peach in the blazing afternoon. Go ahead and fuck me up.
Thank you. That's the end of the, that one. Thank you. Um, Max said he's going to like uh, bleep out all the swear words in post-production, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, this next poem's about like the buildings and the landscape and the seasons and the ex-girlfriends and how they all just sort of like blur into one poem. Uh, thanks. And this is my last one, so thanks all for... Yeah, I can't see anyone because the light's really bright, but I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> as white as the paper I've been handed, no matter how I drag myself through the dirt, your white noise is only ever shifting register. Wet splendor of North Terrace beneath me. Glass of water, I ask, shielding my eyes while a room full of aspiring artists smolder in front of your stretch marks. Your shoulders square up like a painting. Our attention gets drawn away from the edges so expertly. I wait for the tattoo of first knowing you to become as smooth as skin again. The cranes play off the reflected skyline, sounding your sprawl of endless deferral. On the ground, as the protest disperses, some of us go back to study and some of us go drinking. Like Ezra Pound says, poetry requires the energy of a lifetime. Getting drunk is more than one day's work. A Polaroid of us, I'm drawing ears on you so big you'll hear me being born. Come spill over these rusted gutters with me. Piles of days too hot to move, cool and coagulate like cars becoming traffic. The rain turns our watches soft. Peak hour evokes the short 20th century. Eurocentric and all my friends still smoke. I'd rather forget about it, except for the sun on your Germanic shoulders. This girl who's just like you but with a bigger mouth. Early Shostakovich and this jumper that I've had since you gave it to me on the bus going to Sky Show. My arms prickle when I'm indoors, though I enjoy the rain when it's on my lips, my eyelashes, my epaulettes. Earrings the size of trees hang on the street, emitting faulty golden light. I'm learning to make you laugh all over again, now that we aren't sleeping together anymore. Cruising the banks of the river, alone, when I speak to you about the stars, you excuse yourself for sneezing, wipers drag across the windscreen. They do nothing to remove the hot breath of our whispers. You pick me a sprig of jasmine, still heavy with rain. I smell it now. Thanks. That's all. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, dumb signs. Now from the sublime to the ridiculous, Brian and Annie from Sunbury, Victoria, right into wish Aidan, Molly and Jess, a.k.a. the Rock Freddies. Good luck on their first ever gig in the Great Northern Battle of the Bands. Rebecca and Paul send a big good day from Toronto, Canada, wishing they could join Tam and Nick here this evening. Gabrielle sends hugs and kisses to Tom all the way from Abu Dhabi. And of course, if you want to write us a letter, you can get in touch with us via Facebook or Instagram. Well, friends, tonight's episode will be our last, at least for the time being. Uh, it's been an absolute joy to be able to make music with so many people who we love and admire. Special thanks to Kaya Gosner, who is on the opposite end of the world right now, but would otherwise be amongst, but he works too bloody hard. Honourable mentions to George from The Grace and Jared from Wizardtone for believing in us more than we could ever deserve. This enterprise would not be possible without the hours and hours and hours of hard yakka from our band Django Rowe on the guitar, Kiri Anderson on the drums, Dylan Kirstner on the bass, Tom Kneebone on guitar, and of course, uh, in abstentia, Kaya Gosner. And also without the tireless work of Tom Barnes, who has produced and engineered each episode on 
a shoestring budget and uh, given it a beating heart and soul. Now, friends, don't forget that we're also coming to you tonight from the Adelaide Guitar Festival looking out over the beautiful River Torrens, so make sure you make it down this weekend to have a look at some of the incredible music that's taking place across our fair city this weekend, August 9th to 12th, 2018. Our final guests for this evening are an institution, an international touring sensation, and comrades, fellow Republicans, mull over this. In a city where people seem to be talking down our audiences and disparaging our music scene and patronising listeners like they need to be handled with kid gloves, this band, this one right here, manages to draw regular crowds to watch and listen and dance to avant-garde jazz on an alarmingly regular basis. If you're listening at home, turn up your stereo. If you're at work, go somewhere you can have a bit of a dance. And if you're here at the Adelaide International Guitar Festival, there's really no excuses for sitting down because they are the one, the only, Shaolin Afronauts. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
Tonight's show was recorded by Tom Barnes. Design was by Sammy K from Big Mouth Designs. The Butch Dance Band are Dylan Kirshner, Kiri Anderson, Tom Kneebone and Django Rowe. Tonight's show is also brought to you by the Adelaide Guitar Festival taking place from August 9th to 12th. Would you please give it up one last time for our guests, Katie Pomery, Dom Symes, and of course the wonderful Shailen Afronauts. And also a big thank you to Peter, Luke, Yuri, Danielle, Gifford, Greg, Ruth, Slava, Jess, Steph, Crystal, and Simon, and everyone from the Adelaide Guitar Festival. I'm very sorry if I've missed any of you. Take it away, guys. Thank you.